Donnie is experiencing what is commonly called a daylight hallucination. <laughs> Right, well, welcome to We Are the Worst. We are the worst. We're a podcast that discusses the worst stories humanity has to offer. My name is Maggie Ringy. I'm Andrea Toledo. And our guests today are the guys from We Need to Talk, Stephen and Nate. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going, guys? This yo, was yo. way too official. I did not like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. In my brain, I was imagining us doing our normal thing, and then all of a sudden would be like, hey, Maggie, I really got to talk to you. Oh, my <laughs> We should have like we should have thought we should have talked ahead of time. We should have, but like made a plan. You just wanted to be super professional, and I wanted to be normal a little bit. So, well, you're usually the professional one, so yeah, that's it's nice. True. We switched it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still okay. plenty of time to wreck it. Yeah, we perfect. <laughs> we're just gonna crash and burn. Um, really excited about that. So, and we're live, and people can view that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, so, gentlemen, tell us a little bit about your show. So our show is Two Best Friends, Me and Meter, or Steven and Pepin, or I don't know, however you want to put it. We talk about anything, love, life, pursuit of happiness, and we get sometimes controversial, sometimes we're funny, sometimes we're smart, uh, usually not so smart, uh, though. <laughs> you can speak for yourself on that one. Okay, okay, okay usually very smart then. Okay, there, okay. There, there we go. Yeah, hashtag smart comedy. We like to talk about, you know, it's usually philosophical type stuff. Quasi-philosophical, maybe modern philosophy. Sometimes you talk about dogs. So Yeah, we talked about dogs yep. that one time, yep. and you guys were there for that. That yeah, was an we awesome episode. Yeah, and that was when I decided I did not want to be friends with Nate. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, here we are. And I joined a cult. <laughs> That's right. You're our... What is he again? Um, high Priestess? High Priestess. Oh, nice. <laughs> I always wanted to be a High Priestess. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you guys so high much. High Priestess of the Cat Cult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I'm just kidding, Nate. We can be friends. Oh, we don't have to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he accepted it so fast. I mean, I kind of like rivals better. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Because yes. then we can push ourselves farther to, say, some awesomeness. And try to, like, sabotage each other. Well, no, no, no sabotage. This has to be, like, a good kind of rival. It's not like... Oh, this is okay. So we're, we're, we're competing about... against each other. Y- y- yeah. You have Got a dog it. cult and you have a cat cult. Y- yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well, but our um... cat cult is, like, into all the animals <laughs> that, yeah but mine is not into dogs it's cats but not dogs oh okay yeah you so you have an anti you're the anti-cult to their cult yeah well yeah so my cult includes part of their cult but it also excludes part of their cult oh i see Fair. we don't like you okay yeah good, goodbye good. yeah rivals um <laughs> so great well i just want to do a shout out to these <laughs> mugs because these are amazing they hold so much liquid they're nice and thick and the actual um, decal on <laughs> the actual decal on it is wicked clean. It's not like one of those sticker ones that you know is going to like tear off. Yeah. This is a really nice mug. Um, thank you guys for it. And it yeah. dresses our set nicely. Now we don't have to have these cans all over with it's so logos. Nice. We get yeah. to we get to promote you guys instead. Yeah. I we, like how you put the can in the cup. Yeah. Well, well yeah. It's a can holder, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. That's what that is. It's it's a koozie. Um. And also, uh, just so you know, the llamas, mm-hmm. their names are Norbert and Felicia. Okay. Just. Was I'm getting a bit of an Angry Beavers vibe from one of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I named him after the dragon. Okay. 
which dragon? In Harry Potter. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, the one um, that Hagrid has. Yeah, that's my that's my jam, Harry Potter. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, those are our mugs. So those are currently sold out, but if people would be interested in something like that or different merch of that nature, they should be reaching out to you guys. Absolutely. We can make merch, and we are happy to sell it. Hey, guys, um, welcome to my show. It's called We Are the Worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't Steven, have to do anything. Steven's in charge now. I just, I just literally hijacked your show. Sorry you about did. That. All right, you guys take back over. I don't, um, I don't know how I okay. feel about this. So typically what we do on the show is uh, we each have a story. Okay. And we take turns going first. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we are doing, I guess, three stories, I guess. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, Drea and I picked one story that okay. we both researched. Okay. My understanding was we were each going to have one and then gotcha. we'd record back-to-back episodes and you'd have two instead of one. But oh. I brought one and you guys brought one, so let's just do that because yeah. Nate seems very unprepared. No, I, I, I remember what mine was. So, <laughs> so it's again. all up here. Yes, yeah, so all okay. 100%. And oh. that's how you, is that how you do yours? No, no, no we have notes. See, we do that's notes. what a professional does. Well, Nate's going to make one up. We're okay. officially professionals. Okay. So. You're not part of this club. Nate, why don't you like just provide commentary, running commentary? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we usually take turns, okay. um, but since we have more than just the two of us, mm. you guys, if you want to start us off, you're yeah. more than welcome I to definitely do your that. story. So I brought today a story um, from the great state of Maine, uh, which is my home state. So, or where I, I grew up at least and where this guy grew up. So, I think this is going to hit pretty close to home. It's from Southern Maine too. So, Yay, Maine. Uh, it's real real close by. Um, I'll drop the sources. Uh, NewEngland.com, NewEnglandHistoricalSociety.com, MainToday.com, and Wikipedia. Okay. Classics. Nice. So, those, are all, those are all approved. All yes. good <laughs> sources. Okay. Uh, and this is called the Saco River Curse. Oh, fine. So we have a curse here today. Oh my gosh, I, I didn't know that there was it. a curse on that river. I didn't either, and this blew my mind, so I'm really excited to, to talk about Oh, this. shit. So the Saco, one of Maine's largest rivers, starts in the White Mountains, and it empties into the ocean at Biddeford Pool. Um, the Saco Key Indians lived near the mouth of the Saco. Now, obviously, they're not Indians, they're Native Americans, but... That's what it says on all these New England things, so I'm just going to roll with it. I think um, it's acceptable to say Indians mm. now, or American Indians. Okay. I think. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. 100%. I think it depends on the person that mm. you're speaking with. Fair enough. Well, if anyone has objections to that, then... Yeah, please um, let me know how wrong I am. Uh, but, I mean, I'm speaking specifically of the Saco Key uh, natives, so... Um, I think maybe that adds to the 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 officiality of it or the acceptableness of it. If okay. I'm like naming a specific tribe, sure, sure, maybe that sounds like a legitimate thing. Anyway, so there was a guy named Squandro, um, and he was the leader of the Sakaki Indians. He was considered dignified and solemn, and Squandro was believed to have powers of sorcery and magic. Ooh, mm. I like it. Yeah, I'm into this. So in ni- in 1631. English colonists began settling in a town called Winter Harbor, which later became Saco, in the Saco Keys territory. Okay. And under Squandro's leadership and diplomacy, the natives and the colonists lived side by side in peace. 
and that's really nice. You don't hear that. You, you don't, don't usually hear that. Usually, you hear murder, usually and mayhem, you, you, and white people being awful. And I'm sure we'll get there, but <laughs> you, you have to you have to believe that at some point, like we, you hear all the time, like you know, Thanksgiving and all of that. That was they were living together in, in peace and harmony, for sure, and growing together at um, one point until yeah. white people fucked it all up, like they normally do. Oh, white people! So let's find out what the white people do. <laughs> So an English ship one day was anchored in the mouth of the river and three sailors decided to launch a rowboat to explore the island. And there they found a woman and an infant in a canoe. The infant's name was Menui. And the Englishman wanted what to... What was the woman's name? Um, that may be disclosed later. Probably not, though. Because that information wasn't available. It okay. was Daria. I'm ready to Perfect. I'm ready to be an outraged feminist again. I'm excited. <laughs> so the Englishmen, as Englishmen do, wanted to test an old myth that Native American infants can swim at birth like a dog or a duck. What? That's that's a myth. What? That was the myth what? that the Englishmen in 1631 had. Okay, babies so... can swim. Oh yeah, when they, yeah, newborn babies can swim. So why is that a myth? But don't test it. Why not? Why would you test it? Oh my god, you were just gonna throw a baby I'm into some water? Why would you throw a baby? No, you gently guide them Don't, into the no, water. And no. You just you test the theory. It's a hypothesis, but Don't, they really can. Do not test it. Okay, people listening at home, do not put babies in pools or rivers or bodies of water ever to test if they can swim. Do not listen to Drea. She is a villain. Continue. <laughs> So they took Menoe and they threw him into the Saco River. See, that's the bad way to do it. Okay, what's the good way to There test- is no good way to do it. <laughs> you just don't do it. You gently guide them in. You just gently guide them in. Oh, We're going to get like, so much. You like hold them there and see how they react and yeah. like don't let them go under the water. Or yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, they chucked him into the water and were like, let's okay. see. So as long as you're holding on to the baby, fine. Yeah. Don't let the baby go. I'm not that horrible of a human. We're going to get so much backlash. Nate, what were you going to say? I've seen some videos of people doing this with babies. Like, they'll just have the baby in, like, say, uh, a pool. And they'll kind of hold their hands underneath. And then you'll see the baby just start paddling instinctively. It's been on uh, Reddit a couple times. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that way is inhumane. And babies Thank have you. that instinct. But, yeah, throwing a baby into the water, I mean, it sounds kind of cool. But probably pretty bad. Well, the cover of Nirvana... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right? that's right. Is a little baby boy, and he was swimming underwater. I'm pretty sure that's Photoshop. It is from the '90s. Photoshop. They had Photoshop in the no, '90s. No, because they really do swim under. Okay, continue. <laughs> I don't know if this was underwater though. It, it, I am outraged, and I'm sure it was Photoshop. It's an infant submarine. <laughs> yes, it's just an infant submarine. So after it was thrown in the water, there are different versions of what happened next. According to one version, the woman dove in, saved the baby, but he died soon afterwards. According to another, both the woman and the child drowned, uh, the woman trying to save the baby. And according to a third, the woman was pregnant and all the lives were lost that day. Um, So there was an infant, but she was also pregnant at the same time. Okay. Um, So she dove in to try and save him and drowned and three lives were lost instead of two which all of that is awful but yeah. and then all of the american indians came and murdered those white men so Please and thank you 
so it turns out the woman was actually Squandro's wife. <gasps> and the, shit. the baby, his son. Squandro's trying to like have peaceful relations with these people and they murder his wife and son mm-hmm. like bitches. Mm-hmm. They are bitches, not the wife and son. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant at first. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. These dudes that, do, that are doing the murdering, they're the bitches. Mm-hmm. And I will punch them. Okay. Time machine it up. Great. Let's go. Great. First them. Podcast time machine. First them. Then we'll go and hit Hitler real quick. Okay. Uh-huh. We can just make a sidebar. It's fine. It's fine. <gasps> so legend has it that Squandro then cursed the river, commanding the spirits to take the lives of three white men every single year until they left the shores of the Saco. Huh. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. I am definitely into that. I would like that power. <laughs> so after doing that, Squandro supposedly persuaded the Androscoggin tribe to attack Winter Harbor in an opening blow of King Philip's war. So this started a war. Shit. This was a big, big deal in Maine. It wasn't until 1947, 316 years later, that the curse was finally considered broken as nobody drowned in the Saco River that year. And this was announced in the Maine Sunday Telegram. I love that. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's the announcements I need to see in my life. Just, oh, the curse was broken. Okay, no more coronavirus. Just curses are being broken. My main question is, how did they break the curse? By Ooh. nobody drowning. Nobody drowned. Like, that's not breaking a curse. That's just, like, the Every, curse not happening. Everyone wore a life jacket that year. <laughs> that was known as the year of the life jacket. <laughs> uh, the Saco River is actually in Ripley's, believe it or not. They call it the River of Death. Ooh. That's fun, because, like, all I want to do every summer is get a tube and float down the Saco. Like, every summer, that's like, like, let's plan to do this. Let's do it. And we end up not. But uh-huh. I, it's my dream. That is that is my... To float the river of death. Yep. Now and I didn't know it was the river de- of death. Mm. But I'll wear water wings. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. But when the, the water spirits take hold and drag you under, I don't know if the water winds will. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Wait, there's water spirits? I They're mean, called that... nymphs. Yeah, that's who Squandro asked to take them. Oh. Yeah, he cursed the river, commanding the spirit that uh, the spirits to take the lives of three white men a year. Oh, I was just assuming it was the water being turbulent. No, it's Poseidon's friends. Okay. Poseidon's freshwater friends. <laughs> so precise and complete statistics of the drownings uh, of the Saco don't actually exist. The river is 135 or so miles long and winds and winds through several several counties, numerous towns in both New Hampshire and Maine before meeting the sea at Hills Beach, just below the city of Saco, Maine. But the legend dates back one to three centuries, depending on who you ask. Hmm. So the 316-year-old curse was finally broken. Um... The curse may have roots in a natural phenomenon, um, but one not unique to the river called undertow by locals. So, um, you guys familiar with undertow? Yeah, that that happens at the ocean. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. So, it's like different, and this is probably wrong, there's like different um, currents. So, when you're you're in one, um, and then another one is underneath, and it like sweeps you under, and you can't get out of it. 
and yeah. it like drags you out to sea. So it's kind of like with the ocean where the waves are coming in and then going out. Mm. They're creating like a kind of a, mm. like a this thing. Okay, I want to try to come up with an analogy here. So, so is it like that thing in Finding Nemo where like uh, that turtle kind of goes through like the thing that goes fast? That is a current for sure, but I don't know that that's what you would call undertow because undertow is usually closer to the shore mm-hmm. and usually pulls people that are at the beach under. Okay. So due to the Kuro uh, River's narrow historical course flowing through many rather deep gorges, there remains a much stronger current near the river's bed than near its surface, even in relatively shallow stretches. Interesting. The problem's compounded by the fact that dams along the river cause several of the deeper gouges to fill to a rather surprising depth, such as at the stretch just west and north of Pleasant Point Park in Buxton, Maine, caused by the reservoir of the Skeleton Dam, also known as Indian Cellar, because of the many rock overhangs the river had carved into local granite and that are now submerged. So you have the normal current up top, looks normal, and then all of a sudden the undercurrent's like really, really fast. So you get caught in that and it just pulls you under and you can't get out of it because it's going too fast. That sounds kind of scary. A little scary. So there's your actual like physical reason that people die in that river all the time is because it's a dangerous river. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Squanjo also said it's got to be the lights. Yeah, I like the idea of the spirits. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here for that. Just grasping your leg and towing you right back in. Yes, I'm here for that. I I prefer spirits over science sometimes. Makes that, sense. Absolutely, and I mean it's usually much more accurate. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> and I mean they don't have any data on like how many people die. They just know it's at least three. Yeah, and like <laughs> spirits could also be science that we just haven't figured out yet. That's a really good point. We got, we got to get Dan Aykroyd in on this. My problem is if this river was, like, dangerous, like, putting a curse on that river is kind of, like, a moot point. Like, it's like cursing a volcano. Anyone who falls in this volcano will die. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a dangerous thing to fall into. But yeah. mm-hmm. what if the river wasn't dangerous up until that point? What if it was a very slow, gentle river that the natives we're like, yeah, we get fish out of here and we canoe out of here and it's great and the mm-hmm. spirits love us. Mm-hmm. And then the white dudes killed that baby and all hell broke loose. I see. So, so it changed the river. It didn't change like fate necessarily, but it changed the river itself. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my understanding. Yeah, the spirits had pickaxes and they like dug down to make that okay. undercurrent. Okay. I don't believe in spirits, but I can accept that rationality. Spirits oh, okay. can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nate doesn't believe in spirits because they haven't given him a treasure map yet. No, no. That's a callback. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> what? But listen, you need to manifest your own goddamn treasure map. Wow, that's some fucking that deep shit. That was deep. You just got wrecked. You just got wrecked. Well, this is the rivalry, right? This oh, is the rivalry. Oh, yeah. It's strong. Listen, I am manifesting blessings and abundance for me and drea mm-hmm. drea's doing it the same as well mm-hmm. if you want your treasure map you got to manifest that shit yourself she's telling mm-hmm. you the secret man so i have to make my own ghost yes <laughs> but wait, like, wait, wait. don't do it through murder please <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> like commune with some spirits and manifest that shit well mm-hmm. technically we're going to be opening up some shit in our story 
No, so, no. Well, yeah. That's fine because um, it's his house. Yeah, it's your house. They we ask. are going to be inviting some spirits in. Okay, I'm down. Okay. okay. Might okay. be interesting. 